we go in five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Unfolding Sound Podcast, the music review show that explores the landscape of the sounds that move us. This is Will System. And Doug Leach. And my name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me David Irons. And today we're going to review Topeka, Kansas-based progressive hardcore metal band The Soil Doves and their new EP, Revenant Spirits. Uh, before we jump into our review, guys, it's been a hot second since the last time we got together to record. What's new in your world? Uh, I've been working on kids' stuff and getting kids to appointments and where they need to go for months now, and it's been nonstop. But we did go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yesterday. Freaking awesome. Recommend everybody go see it, or Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Hmm. The, the second one. How's, how's, how's that, by the way? Oh, it was very, very good. Like, we're, we're all big fans of the first movie, mm-hmm. and... We, we had high hopes for the second one. Absolutely knocked it out of the park. Do have to tell people it's a part one of two. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. So it, it does kind of end in the middle of the story, even though the movie's two hours and 20 minutes long. Well, it's kind of the same premise as what they're doing a lot of the Marvel stuff, the whole multiverse, mm-hmm. except this is actually done well. Right. <laughs> so, sorry for the uh, harsh Marvel critique, but you know, Send all your a, lot them, a lot of the a lot of the multiverse movies in Marvel uh, been kind of hit or miss. Spider Man was really good. Hey, go figure. Uh, Doctor Strange, yeah, only so so. Ant Man, uh, only so so. Speaking of the Spider Man movies, what's the name of the editor? Oh, uh, it's J-, that... J Jonah Jameson. It's that who plays him. Because I think he's played him in all the three movies. They've changed Spider-Man, but they haven't changed that guy. So uh, he's, he's even a meme. His name escapes me. J- J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Is it? Not J.K. Rowling. The other one, <laughs> J.K. Simmons. He was Jameson in the all three of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. I don't think he showed up in the uh, the Andrew Garfield ones. And he wasn't in the first Andrew Garfield. Not Andrew Garfield. Tom Holland. Uh, he wasn't in the first Tom Holland one, but he shows up at the end of the second one and is in a bit of the third one. He's the spokesman of the uh, farmers uh, insurance, I believe he is. That too, and he he, he does you hell know, of an actor. S- small spoiler, very very small. He shows up as the character in uh, the the new Spider-Man movie. Wow, so. <laughs> hell of a guy. I loved him in Whiplash, but yeah. Oh, absolutely, that movie's great. He he's an amazing actor just across the board. I love him every time he shows up. <laughs> yeah, very believable. It's called acting. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. What about you, David? Anything new in your world? I got a chance to work with uh, Hollywood from Hollywood Entertainment, uh, a Kansas City-based photographer. Got a chance to hang around him and his uh, models. They, they're all very chiseled, in my opinion. I mean, when I got back home, I thought to myself, man, I... <laughs> Lose a few. <laughs> you look great. I was there... Um, all these photos are going to go into his uh, exhibition over there at the KC French Festival. Coming soon, uh, we got more details on the way, but yeah, the, I had an exhilarating time to say the least. I uh, have been very busy as of late. I recently got engaged, went out to Colorado, went out to a camping trip and, and got engaged. So pretty stoked about that. 
Pretty stoked about that. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, just have been busy working with you guys on on, on producing these podcasts behind the scenes, constantly interviewing more bands. Got a chance to see Troglodyte recently in action, and we had a chance to do an interview with with Jeff Sisson. That was pretty exciting. That was fun. Yeah, that, that was, was a pretty rad show, as well as some of the other bands that were performing aborted, there. That was, uh, you know. Yeah, much respect to Aborted. No, nah, just been uh, unwinding and grinding and hanging in there and, uh, you know, living the dream. So One day at a time. One day at a time, guys. <laughs> yeah, managing that work-life balance. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our music review. This is Topeka-based hardcore metal band The Soil Doves and their new EP, Revenant Spirits, mm-hmm. out on Harlot Records. Mm-hmm. This was a five-song EP. I thought it was a super fascinating, yeah. very energy-filled, very charged. A lot of the stuff that you would expect in a, in a really progressive hardcore metal outfit. background on the band I, I don't have a whole lot but they're from Topeka as we've said several times they've been around since 2012 and they've released two EPs before this one and if you actually go back and listen to some of their older stuff on Bandcamp it all sounds pretty good that like from 2012 it doesn't sound like demos or anything like that it all sounds pretty quality L- leading up to this release which I would also agree still sounds very quality the soil doves or as they call themselves the doves are made up of Chris Cop. Kale Mitchell, Zeke Calibris, Travis Olden, and Matt Shifflett. And uh, a lot of these guys uh, form parts of several other bands here in the region that are very talented. So you have a lot of combined talent and years of experience into the production of this album. Great production, by the way. Yeah. This was engineered by Aaron Crawford, uh, engineered and produced. You know, they do all of their own artwork. Yeah, these guys are well put together. It's a great release. I really like the work that the vocalist Chris Cop did on on a lot of these tracks, getting various elements of mm-hmm. of metal, of melodic metal, of uh, rap metal, even yeah. into some of these tracks. And I just thought that their overall style was very versatile, and you know that's definitely something that keeps people engaged. The EP opens up with the song "Snap," which is the shortest song on the EP at four minutes and fifteen seconds, just to give you some idea what's going on there. On this, uh, I was getting some like post-grunge vibes. Uh, there's a lot of Alice in Chains kind of vibe in there, but I also get like a little bit of Chevelle and Breaking Benjamin stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I get the same vibes. And again, it's the technique. Yeah. But but these guys uh, also have, and we will talk more about this on the show. It's not just taking an uh, an influence, but making it your own, in my opinion. I thought it was a good way to start the album, you know, with a slow grinding track. Uh heavy choppy guitars i like the way that the the vocals carry beautifully throughout the song mm-hmm. well kind of remind... unique yeah in, in that sense like the rest of the songs they don't the vocals are different but in this one and it is as you said like very melodic uh stays high pitch and it's just it's pretty straightforward singing exactly it was a little bit of reminiscent of chester bennington a little bit to me yeah, as far as the that. approach yeah. you know 
so which brings me to my next track here, which is Host One, Burden. Seems yeah. to be a two-part track here. This is the first part. It's got a very wild and erratic start. It's got a steady beat, uh, heavy drum riffs. It's got some pretty clever time changes that are involved in there. I, I really love how in several segments, you know, it's like a chaotic sea of drum riffs and guitar mm-hmm. chops at the end. He brings that melodic approach to his vocal style and turns it into screaming. And again, it carries over the song very beautifully. I really like what they do here with everything and how they bring it together. Yeah. The thing I got out of the, both tracks two and three, like vocally anyway, the guy's channeling Mike Patton. And yeah. I'm not saying he's ripping him off or anything like that. He is doing what Mike Patton does as far as his singing style, yes. as far as the screaming style. That's where part of like the, the, the hip-hop rap elements feel like they're coming in because Mike Patton kind of does it naturally. That's just part of his style. Right. And I, I, I felt that so much on these two tracks. I love those two tracks, by the way. This one, uh, you know, it has a kind of a, at the beginning, it has a Deftone kind of feel yeah, to yeah. it at the intro, uh, right before it kicks into a higher gear, you know. This track here, it's six and a half minutes long. Uh, this is where it really gets into that whole uh, progressive feel where you do get your time signature changes and kind of your starts and stops and things like that. Like, uh, Oh, yeah, man. I'm a big fan of those, uh, you know, those, those that dare to break beyond the 4-4 measures. You know, that's why I love uh, Tool, Oxytoxin, uh, Rush, Queen, uh, lest we forget Zeppelin. If nobody told you it was progressive, like if they didn't stick that idea in your head, it doesn't necessarily come off that way. Although it, the song titles are a little on the storytelling side, so it does have that going. But it's, I guess it's less traditional prog rock uh, as far as like Zeppelin and stuff like goes. Right, and with, with a hint of Disturbed, I would say. Two, Battlefield in the Mirror. That was a pretty complex track in my opinion and goes well as a compliment to Host One Burden. Kicks off with a choppy and disjunct beginning, uh, then just come into blast beat chaos. You hear that smooth melodic guitar hovering over all of that chaotic voice. Exactly. The guitar solo kind of leads into a more erratic blast beats and time changes throughout the song and they just did a really fantastic job with both of these tracks. Yeah, I think they go together really well. This one very much starts uh, moderately menacing. Uh, then after a while, it turns into full-on barbarians at the gate. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of lets you catch your breath. And, uh, and then it plunges you back to the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the song is about 6 minutes and 57 seconds. Yes, it is. Which makes it the longest song on the album, but, you know. And part two. Yeah. Yeah, they're... <laughs> I guess that that's part of the uh, the prog metal part of it is they're they're pushing there there's nothing overly long on this but yeah you get you got some metal tracks that are upwards of almost 7 minutes long and as a two-parter as as you said <laughs> I think good songwriters are good storytellers you know these guys definitely managed to envelop you in an experience 
next track that they have on this album I really loved. Uh, Ultraviolence is our native tongue. And I really liked how they just kind of, again, what you were talking about, this storytelling mode, they managed to kind of grip you into an experience. The track takes several turns. It goes between melodic and smooth, and then it kind of transitions into savage. And they kind of switch it up a bit throughout, mm -hmm. kind of keeping you on your toes there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Yes. A little bit reminiscent of Soundgarden, their heavier stuff, for sure. So I, I got a, a, what I consider to be a fun little story on this one. It might be boring to everybody else. Whatever. No. I, I, I listened to the EP a few times, and one of the times, or yeah, several times into it, I something clicked on this particular song uh, about, what, two-thirds of the way through. I was like, this guy's starting to sound like the lead singer of Paul, which was a like a, a, a 90s grunge band from Lawrence, Kansas. Mm. Uh, I mean, they were kind of a local favorite for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they didn't get a ton of radio play. But anyway, it's like, this guy sounds like that, like back from my high school days and stuff like that. So eventually I go look it up, and I can't find a whole lot on this particular album. But then I go up to look, or look up Paul on Discogs, look up the lead singer, and it's uh, Mar Mark Hennessy. But I also see that Mark Hennessy is in another local band that I haven't listened to much of. It's uh, Godzillionaire. Then, <laughs> cool name. I, I, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't know he was the lead singer of that band too. That's cool. And then I was thinking about the press photo that we'd seen for the Soiled Doves. Now, the thing that caught my eye on on the picture originally is one of the guys in the band is wearing a Som T-shirt, S O M, which is a band that I've recently like started to really like. Mm -hmm. Another guy in the background is wearing a Riot Room t-shirt, but the guy right in the middle in the front is wearing a Godzillionaire t-shirt. <laughs> like, ah, shit, it, it is the guy from Paw. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Although, he's from Godzillionaire now. That's the band he's in now. But, like, that that's how I remember it. It's like, oh, the lead singer Paw, the guy that Jesse and all that stuff. Cool. So, yeah, uh, they, they, they have a guest spot in there from uh, Mark Hennessy from the band Paw and the band Godzillionaire in this particular track. Uh, it wasn't listed in there originally. I just noticed there was a change in the voice. And the guy does sound a little more old school Soundgarden-ish, so that might lend to that feeling. You know, in, in our interview with uh, uh, Jeff Sisson from Troglodyte, yeah. a lot of the band members are part of uh, other bands. Yes. Beautiful dynamics, and you get it where you can get it in there. See, now that's dedication. Uh, that's what these guys have. Yeah, Ultraviolence is our native tongue. It kind of uh, reminded me of Clockwork Orange for a second with the old Ultraviolence. <laughs> track on this is the cave the opal and that's their closing song it's kind of starts off slow and choppy and here is where uh, the vocalist really jumps into poetic stream of consciousness storytelling mode almost spoken board but not quite right like it, it is 
very much he's telling a story. I mean, th this thing has the vibes of a lonely voice in the desert leading one into battle. At the end of a long path through the brush, there was a clearing. And before us, the entryway to the cave. Why do I feel like I've been here before? Adorning the walls of the cave were carvings that would seem to be every manner of suffering imaginable. Since a quakes my body, she said. Now it's time for you to lay down. Reluctantly, yet in some way, compel my dead. Well, I thought this was a pretty solid EP. Again, you know, there's just a lot of variety and a lot of different styles. The band flows wonderfully together. The vocal style and the delivery style is very versatile. You know, they don't lean heavily on one particular style. No. I think they draw from a lot of really great and solid influences to kind of build something new and unique. And I yes. think that they really do good putting Topeka, Kansas on the map. Most definitely, yeah. Well, and for a band that's been around for this long and only put out, like, the amount of music they have, this doesn't sound like demos, and it doesn't sound like they're half-assing it. Like, this no. is really, really well done. Again, just a lot of combined experiences. So you got a lot of veterans here. You should definitely check out some of the bands that some of these guys work with, given with Honor, Human Ritual, Schumann's Resonance, Subterranean Misfits, Dream Killer University, emotional feedback you have a lot of combined talent uh, yes. as far as that's concerned you know just definitely coming together to weave something really cool i think these guys did a really solid job with the cp yeah i'm surprised they haven't put out more as this band uh, yeah for for the quality that it is like i'm surprised there's so little of it yeah ho hopefully this gets them a little more spotlight than they they've gotten previously for sure well, that's our review, folks. Uh, thank you so much once again for tuning into this episode of Unfolding Sound. Uh, we'll hope that you'll join us next time. Signing off, uh, this is Will System. And Doug Leach. And? I'm a hustler, babe. No, keep going. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, 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 please. Do the whole song. <laughs> uh, the, we're going to get the lawsuits. Come on, guys. Do it. <laughs> we, we might get taken down for copyright. That could be seen. And I awoke for the first time. A human. A human. Revenant Spirits, available now on Harlot Records. Our theme song is All the Love in the World by Adam Austin. Our reviewers are Douglas Leach, Will System and David Irons. With special thanks to Ryan Ogle at Clawhammer PR for making this album review possible. From all of us at The Unfolding Sound, this is Tina wishing you a fantastic day. Until the next time. Error X Entertainment.
The Unfolding Sound Podcast is a music review and band interview show. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are their own and not reflective of the podcast producers. The podcast aims to provide educational and cultural insights into music. Any historical or factual claims should be independently verified. The Unfolding Sound Podcast includes song excerpts for review and commentary purposes, which we believe fall under fair use. We provide informative and transformative analysis of the music, giving critical opinions and insights. We respect the right of copyright owners and give proper credit to the original artists.